0: Oh, my <clarify/ Objection> Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, December 7th, 2018. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay um uh, we're going to talk a lot about Ryan Day taking the reins and just everything that went into that. And um, Let's start with, you know, there's been a lot of debate about this. This is the question I asked Gene Smith. Um, what are your thoughts on Ohio State and Gene Smith not conducting a national search before naming Ryan Day the head coach? You okay with it?
1: I'm okay with it. I think it was the right move. I thought Gene's logic was sound um, when he said that the foundation at Ohio State is rock solid. They have a pretty good thing going on there, uh, especially with the uh, support that they have off the field. Um, you got a a 12-1 Big Ten champion that was uh, very close to making the playoffs, so if you bring in an uh, outside coach, they're going to want to come in and blow everything up, and I don't think that was needed. What you essentially have in Ryan Day and Gene Smith and the and, uh, and the Boosters feel like he is the next up and coming offensive guru uh, in the likes of of Lincoln Riley and Sean McVay for the Rams. Now, if he becomes that good, then Ohio State fans are going to be absolutely thrilled. But with today's NFL and college football, the way the game has changed more towards the offense, you want to be able to have a guy who's very knowledgeable as far as developing offenses, and that's what you have in Ryan Day.
0: There's also some conspiracy theorists out there. I think they're a very small minority. But are you buying into any of the conspiracy theories that Urban might have been kind of pushed out? Not that he was fired, but that this was – not all his choice that you know, the, not quite the way they made it seem. Are you buying any of that?
1: I'm not buying in it, you know, to the extreme where people are saying like there's a underlying conspiracy to where uh, there was an agreement that he was going to be fired after this year and he was just going to ride this one out. But I, I can say I do believe that there was, you know, somewhat uh, still. You know, hurt feelings in regards to the way everything played out. For example, um, I know Stanley Jackson had mentioned that he does not get along with Michael Drake at all. And if you notice, Michael Drake was never at the at the press conference. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I feel like the the relationship between him and Gene Smith is very is very good, and I think people um, over underestimated how solid those two are. But I'm not you know, wholesale believing in a full-blown conspiracy. But I I would, you know, be open to the idea that there are some hurt feelings still there.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. I have no doubt about it there are some hurt feelings. Um, I just wonder if, like, this was some type of agreement they came to, just something seems a little off, you know, where Shelly was so emotional, you know, almost like it was, like, just looking in her eyes, Shelly Meyer, almost like, um i don 't know, like <laughs> like something was up, like she knew that this was like urban being i don 't want to say pushed out there's just my gut is telling me something um uh, it 's more than what they 're telling us as far as you know oh yeah, or this is a completely urban's choice, and maybe i 'm wrong Now I sound like, it, like i mean it could
1: i mean it very well, who knows in two to three years i'm sure you know there will be stories that trickle out and stuff, who knows you know how things are going to play out. I mean, at this point, you know, there there's so there was so many stories about which powerful boosters was on his side, which powerful boosters were on Michael Drake's side, um, the whole rift between the athletic department and the academic side. So who knows? There could be something there, but I I, I do think that health is um, something that played a major role now. If if, if you're to believe Chris Carter, he went on a national show and speak um, his piece in regards to what he believes. And if you're to believe Chris Carter and he's not lying on a national TV show, is he saying that Urban Sith is leaking into his brain and that's what's causing the major headaches and what what triggers that is essentially distress and uh, the grind that comes with being who he really wants to be as far as an actual football coach. and According to Chris Carter, the doctors told him either he needs to um, pull back, he either has to retire, um, or he just has to, um, you know, just figure out how to manage it. And if that's the case, then he's going to have to require another brain surgery. So I, from what Chris Carter was saying, those are the three options. And Urban essentially said in this press conference that he tried to be more of a CEO and delegate and things just slept, um, continue to slip as far as the, the product. And he had to pretty much get back into a full tilt, which, you know, kind of took its toll on him.
0: Well, Ryan Day, it's now, you know, he he's at the reins. Um, you know, it's, he is the 25th head coach in Ohio State history, and, and they're showing a lot of confidence in him. They didn't give him some low ball offer. I mean, he's making off the bat $4.5 million a year on a five-year contract, and you know, I'm sure if he does well, that'll be bumped up. it will be over $5 million soon per year. Um, so just, Jay Book, when you look at Ryan Day, um, not just in year one, but overall, what, what's your confidence level in Ryan Day as Ohio State's head
1: coach? I think he's going to do extremely well. The The big question for me is what is he going to do with the defense? There There needs to be a complete overhaul um, as far as scheme and coaches on that side of the football. There's no doubt in my mind, uh, regardless who the quarterback is going to be, the offense will be aggressive. It will be dynamic. I just think uh, that highly of day that he's going to be able to have a um, an extremely – Uh, well-oiled machine when it comes to the offense. It's just going to be what the defense does because if he can get that, I think with the talent that's coming back, Ohio State uh, should walk into 10 wins. There's going to be a couple of landmines on the schedule, especially playing uh, Penn State right before Michigan next year in late November. Then you have a a couple of little back to back grinders in mid October that you're you're gonna be looking at with Wisconsin, Michigan State, uh Nebraska there. So those are those could be a little bit tricky, but I think he has the talent uh to have them in the hunt for another Big Ten championship, but he just needs to get that defense figured out. And I know in this press conference he said he wanted a defense that has the ability to play multiple fronts, uh, play fast with a simplified look. So I think if he can get that and get his coaching lined up to where way he wants it to be, he's going to be poised for a really big season.
0: A couple more things we'll get you out of here. One football topic and one quick basketball topic, and we'll get to – Get you out of here, Jay Book. Um, Dwayne Haskins for Heisman. I mean, any other year he wins going away, in my opinion. I mean, his stats blow away Troy Smith. And and Troy Smith at the time had, you know, um, the highest winning percentage as far as, like, with votes. um, You know, won it by the biggest landslide in Heisman voting history, Troy Smith. that I think that's been since broken, if not, Troy's at least second all time. But he might still have that record. But um, Dwayne Haskins, any other year he wins it. This year he might finish third um any chance he wins this thing tomorrow night
1: no I say there's no chance I'm just proud of the guy for actually making it uh to New York I personally think he is the best quarterback in the history of the Big Ten and it tells you that even with that you know having his name in the mention of being the best ever in the conference he's not going to win the Heisman I think uh Dwayne had always put up the stats, but as far as the actual team, the national media was pretty much poo pooing on the Buckeyes. I heard one national syndicate say, uh, that the issues surrounding Ohio State, uh, helped distract from what Dwayne was doing, um, as far as the defense and the off the field issues with the, with Coach Meyer and Zach Smith and stuff because a lot of people were, Focusing their energy in that realm when it came to Ohio State, whereas you had a guy in Dwayne Haskins besides Ohio State, which just Ohio State fans really noticing it was performing at an extremely high level.
0: Ohio State's basketball team just continues to impress. Um, now eight and one in the or eight and one overall, I should say two and zero in the Big Ten. After the win over Illinois a couple nights ago, um, Chris Holman. This is amazing, Jay Book. Chris Holman is now seventeen and three. In Big Ten regular season games, over his first two years combined so far, fifteen and three last year. Of course, two and zero already this year, seventeen and three. No one expected anything last year. They will picked eleventh in the Big Ten, and we saw what happened. This year, no one learned their lesson. Ohio State picked tenth in the Big Ten. Um, I don't know how good this team or how far they're going to go. One thing I do know is Chris Holtman finds a way to get his team to maximize their potential, exceed expectations. I mean, what a home run hire this guy was, both, you know, in the short term, long term, and just, he's almost too good to be true.
1: Yeah, and I think you hit it on the head where you say uh, maximize potential. Like, he's getting the most out of his kids. Even freshman guys that are coming in, the thing um, that you notice about his basketball team is they're tough. They're They're a tough group. They were tough last year, and you got a tough group this year. And because of that, they're so well-coached. They are going to put themselves in the hunt. Again, this year, I don't know what it's going to take for the media uh, to really understand what's going on with this basketball program. But as you mentioned, absolute home run hire. He's a stud. Um, You have to give props to Gene Smith on this one because he really knocked it off the park. I'm just excited to see Uh, what he can do as far as continuing to build off what he's establishing right now. Um, The thing that you're you're going to be looking at from him is, okay, you you got this team in contention. Can you finish and actually win a Big Ten championship? If he can do that, I think the sky's the limit for this actual program. But you really have to like uh, the trajectory that they're on right now.
0: Great insights as always from Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, J. You can catch him on Twitter at jbook37. You can catch him all over Buck Nuts. So thank you, as usual, to Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. And thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Let's show Buckeye swag. Best band in the land.